in the book of Revelation, chapter 2. In chapter 3, there's seven churches of Asia Minor. It's uh, verse 1, chapter 2 says this. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things with said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. Ephesus is a backslidden church to let go to relax. Ephesus is the capital of Asia in a time when John wrote Revelation was known as the light of Asia. Ephesus was the capital of heathen idolatry. This city was stronghold to Satan's ungodly power and from Ephesus idolatry spread over the whole world at that date. Acts 19, small silver shrine was representing that great goddess Dinah was brought by strangers and travelers and set up in their homes to be worshipped. The huge temple of the goddess Dinah was adored and beautified by the wealth of all Asia and was counted one of the seven wonders of the world. Ephesus became the scene of furious warfare between the powers of righteousness and the powers of unrighteousness between God of light and the devil of darkness. The goddess Diana was the patron of all prostitutes and with her many bosom images represent fertility and sexuality devoted of this goddess brought much gain to the city in Acts 19, 23, 27. Black magic was also widely practiced in Ephesus. Paul met these occults head on and led some of them to Christ as Savior. Acts 19, 13-19. The leaders in the idolatry worship of Diana hated Paul beyond measure and would have killed him had not God protected his spiritual job. In chapter 1, verse 20, the stars are seen in the hand. Chapter 3, he has the stars. To the angel of the church of Ephesus, right? These things said he holds the stars, seven stars in his right hand. Walk in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. But here he has a firm grip on the stars. The light bears. The stars get their light from him who is the light of the world. They are subject to his power without him. You can do nothing. The stars are sustained by him. In him we live and move and have our being. He guides the stars as many as or led by the Spirit, they are children of God. He holds them first. I will never leave them nor forsake them. We see him walking in their midst. He is moving about, taking note of every need of every individual, not overlooking the difficulties that may arise, the trials and temptations that may come. First Corinthians 10, 13, Paul said Jesus walk among the believers, he never slumbers or nor sleeps. In verse 2, I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them, which are evil, and that has 
tried them, which say they are apostles or not, and has found them to be liars. In verse 2, he said, Simon, that was a working church. The believers of Ephesus labored, and the Lord knew about their labors. They were patient, and the Lord knew their patience. This church sweated it out all their tears. These saints knew how to trust the Lord consistently under trial. These people had helped on under stress and been faithful. The word tried it signifies the Ephesians had put these apostles to the test and had found that they were not true apostles but were liars. Paul calls such men false apostles. Second Corinthians eleven thirteen. 1 Corinthians 9, 2, Acts 20, 29, and 30. In the passage, we find a group of people professing to be apostles who were not apostles. This is one of the first characteristics of the early church. These people are not apostles. They are liars. It is not hard to find out if they have really descended from the apostles. The apostles have signs and wonders in 2 Corinthians 12, 12. Mark 16, 15 through 18. So you can check these men at gas in a hurry. They are not in the line of the apostles. And the earlier, only authority they have is the money, stocks, bonds, collections, and political lobbies of their denominational organizations. They only control the mind, they only control the minds and conscience of men by tricks or by forcing them to attend church or to take sacraments out of fear of going to hell. Verse 3, And as born and as patient and for my name's sake, and labored in that, and had not faith. The church of Ephesus had suffered much, had been tried many times, but they were cheerful, they did not grumble. They were suffering for Christ's sake. There was no thought of giving up, up nor of sur surrendering any co conflict with evil. What a beautiful picture we have here of complete surrender and wholehearted devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ. In verse 4, Nevertheless, I have something against thee, because thou left thy first love. This is the hardest thing for any Christian to do, to keep his first love for Jesus Christ. The death of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion means something to you as a Christian. It touched your heart when you first heard about it, when you first a newborn baby in Christ. It was precious to you, but the older you get, the longer you live, the more you ruin grace, the more than you have of losing that first warmth and appreciation of what he did for you. This is the same trouble in marriage. The hardest thing you have to do as a man is to keep that strange fascination for your wife that you had for her in the days when you begin your engagement. Amen. And the hardest thing a woman ever has to do is to keep the admiration and respect she has for her husband before you said I do. In verse 5 it says, Remember therefore from which thou art fallen, and repent and do the first works, 
Well, some were coming to me weekly, and we moved that candlestick out of its place. Except that repeat. You need online verses uh, 1 through 6. Notice this is addressed to the angel of the church and to the church itself. As a group, you ought to remember when you were saved, your separation, how you used to live for the Lord, remove. God will remove it by what influence it. It does not repent. As a man said, if you are happier about anything right now, then salvation, you're in a backslidden condition. A church ought to be up and around, going and doing it from which thou art fallen. Lesson 5 4 is to be unsaved people. It's to unsaved people who are trying to get saved by the law. Verse 6 is, And unto the angel of the church in Ephesus, write these things here, the first and the last, which is dead, and he's alive. Nicodemus means how to conquer the common people. It is a doctrine set up by the clergy, becomes a special priest class in it. Special position ruling the average ordinary Christian. This is a heresy, the doctrine of the Nicodemus. This is the doctrine that a certain class of Christians should conquer another class of Christians. A true New Testament church has no place for bishops, popes. We take our orders from God. You are not supposed to conquer the common people, and yet the upper hand and lord it over them. And get the upper hand, Lord, of the first Peter 5, 1 through 5. You're supposed to lead them, guide them, and direct them. Or set me that had an ear, that he hear what the Spirit said in the churches. To him that overcome what I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Verse 7, here we have the first promise to the overcomers, 1 John 4, 4, 1 John 5, 4. Doctrinally, verse Revelation 2 7 refers to someone in the tribulation. I say this because the promise in verse 7 is that the old will come with eat of the tree of life. In every place you find this, tree of life is, and in the Bible it is a means of obtaining eternal life, and it protects its base, and its partakers is based on works and not on word grace. Look at Revelation 22. 14. Here you are told that man has to keep the commandments to partake of the tree of life. Seventh day Adventist is just dumb enough to think that he, is, he doesn't have eternal life unless he gets that tree. And he thinks he can get that tree unless to keep the Old Testament Ten Commandments. He can't get that tree unless he keeps the Old Testament Ten Commandments. You see why people teach salvation by works. They get all balled up on the second coming of Jesus Christ. If a man is not premillennial, he can't even get the plan of salvation straightened at his age. Revelation 22 2 teaches that nations will take of the tree of life, not Christians. Every Christian that ever lived got his eternal life by believing when the Lord Jesus Christ had trusted him as Savior. Verse 8, word sperm means my. 
and into the Angular Church in Pergamon. Right. These things say it's the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. Myra means bitter, bitterness. The word Pergamon means Myra. Myra's bitterness and death. The church was a persecuted church. This church was willing to suffer for Jesus. Thousands of the saints were killed. Read the Fox Book of Martyrs, Quarantine Moon. The Dutch survivor Nazareth gas chambers told of another thrilling triumph and persecution. Those things say at the first that forever settles the possibility of evolution. Jesus was the first that made man from dust, and the last when all else is gone, Jesus will be here, which was dead and alive. This is the encouragement to the suffering people of Smyrna. They were facing death for Jesus. Jesus was saying, they killed me too, Smyrna, but I got up again. Amen, 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 verse 9. I know that works. Tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I am the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are saying God was Satan. They did not have a large building to our folks. They had no carpets, no stained glass windows, no rich members, no prestige in the community, but they had God's approval. They were rich in things. Money cannot buy, you cannot buy that power of God or the spirit of unity among the church members. This is a witnessing church, a modern church. This is the church that goes into the Colosseums and is eaten by lions. This is the church that is tried, tied to the stakes and snaked and soaked in tar and burned. This is church that is put in bags with rattlesnakes and thrown into the river. These people were not true Jews. They are not morally backslidden Christians. They are not even professing Christians. They are the children of hell. The devil has his churches. Synagogue means gathering. Together we have too many gatherings together today where the people have been called out. Verse 10, Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Be thou faithful, what a command. The one thing God wants from his church is his faithfulness. Crown of life, this has nothing to do with salvation. This is a reward which we receive at the judgment seat of, of Christ. 1 Corinthians 1, 7 through 9. James chapter 1, 1 Peter 1. 1 Thessalonians 2, 2 Timothy 2. Verse 11 says, He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt. The second death, Christ overcomes. Our second death in 1 John 4, 4, 1 John 5, 4. Verse 12 says, And in it, to the angel of the church in 
polygamous, rightness of marriage, these things which he, which is in sharp sword with two edges. The word polygamous means marriage, this marriage. This message is aimed at a church that is married to the world. This period is marked by the rise of the Roman Catholic Church and in dark ages. This is a worthy church. This sword is the word of God, Ephesians 6, 7, Hebrews 4, 12. This shows us that God is bringing judgment upon the church. When a person is cut, he cries. The same is true with a church that is cold and indifferent. When someone preaches the gospel to them, they cry like babies. <laughs> That's fruit too more. Seen that happen. I know thy works, and what thou put it upon where Satan's seed is, and thou hold it fast my name, and as not denying my faith, even in those days wherein Antipas was by a faithful martyr, who was slain among you, was Satan dwelt. This church is said to dwell where Satan dwells. Satan is controlling sacred created for four. John twelve thirty one. Satan's seat or throne is in the world. This group dwells where Satan has his seat. Satan speaks out of the seat out of the church chair. Pope back robe black a priest called Father is as old as eighteen hundred BC. Church out of soul winning, Venice to recreation, Venice. We have brought dances, card games, movies, pool tables right into the church house. God take us back to winning souls for Christ. The drawing card of the church should be Jesus. That's enough. And now, hold it fast my name. They believe that Jesus was God's Son and has not denied my faith. They were straight on the plan of salvation, but yet they were worthy. Thank God for those who are willing to witness for Jesus. Antipas was brought before the statue of Caesar and told to swear that Caesar was God, but Antipas, A-N-T-I-P-A-S, would not so that it was put inside a brass bull which was heated with fire until he was roasted to death. The main thing is against this church is the fact that it holds the doctrine of Balaam. Doctrine of Balaam is in Numbers 22 through 25. Numbers 25, 1 through 8, Balaam worship. He taught the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed to idols. He taught the children of Israel to commit fornication. The clergy is over the laity, Revelation 2, 15, 16. Repent, or else I will come to thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Begum, the church is wedded to the world and has fornication and idols as part of the worship. That Pagan's period, 325 A.D., marks the rise of Roman Catholic Church. Constantine, the Roman Emperor, became the head of the church with the bishops on him, and the church goes to pot. Constantine gave money to the bishops. 
then dressed him up in fine linen, gold and silver, and set them in a throne, on a throne of marble to make a bishop stand by the wooden pulpit. This was joining church and state. The Christians were allowed to go to school and were going, was given liberties and rights. All that happened in 325 A.D. was that the church lost its testimony, lost its Bible for nearly 1,000 years. The monks, popes, priests, and bishops took over the modern church, became the Roman church, with this came weddings, rings, parades, Easter bunnies, candles, earrings, makeup, plays, mistletoe elevation of Virgin Mary, the teaching of baptismal regeneration, souls in purgatory, salvation by works, and ever godless, depraved, dirty, rotten, blasphemous thing that Rome has tolerated and promoted for 15 centuries. The sword of my mouth refers to the judge in power the word of God in John 12, 12, 48. And he that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saying in our churches. To him that overcome will not give to these hidden banner. And will give him a white stone and in it, stone in it, name written which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. Verse 17, hidden manner in the Old Testament manner is declared to be angel food in Psalm 7, 8, 25, John 6, 33 speaks of manner as the bread of God for 12,500 mornings. Jehovah God reigned, now manner from heaven for this people, Israel on earth. This headed manner will be given to the overcomers in heaven. White stone was used in social life and traditional customs. In the courts, a white stone meant acquittal. If the president of the bar was given a black stone, that meant condemnation. White stone here refers to victory and final acquittal. We will have a new name. No one knows but God. Next week, we'll pick up on verse 18 with the remaining four churches of Asia Minor. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana, talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs>